0: SHOW, DON'T TELL, have you heard that a lot? It seems to be like the the author literary agent mantra. SHOW, DON'T TELL, but what does it mean? The thing is, once you figure it out, it's easy to figure out which is showing and which is telling. But for the newer writer, Or the writer who just hasn't mastered the show versus tell thing, craft, skill, it can be problematic and it could be what is keeping your book, your novel, your manuscript from being picked up by agents or taking it, taking your writing to the next level. And for writing, for me and for a lot of other authors that I know, it's all about learning some skills, learning some tips, learning some tricks to take your writing to the next level. So in this video we're all going to do just show versus tell and what it's all about. Hi, this is Autumn Bardot and here you will find writing tips, author tools, and hopefully inspiration for living your best writing life because many of us are doing this where we while we're holding down full-time jobs or have you know full-time life responsibilities If you haven't already, I would love if you would click that subscribe button and that notify button. And please leave me a comment. It helps in the algorithms as well as the subscribe and notify. I can't say subscribe today. And uh, the, the comments also help in with the algorithm. So that would be great. It helps my channel get out there and get noticed. But so also does sharing this channel, this content on your social media. So little FYI how that all works but I think you already know that (laughs) okay so let's get back to showing versus telling okay showing versus telling it's the old show the old show don't tell and any experienced writer editor or author can tell immediately and I mean immediately by like a blink of an eye if you are telling not showing and it could be your undoing and by undoing I mean taking your story your writing to the next level so and here's the thing with show don't tell is when when writers write new beginners intermediate writers newer beginners they write they tell a story and no wonder I mean we even say hey tell me a story right so no wonder we have a really tough time with show don't don't tell okay so telling is out it's all about showing now and the reason i say telling is out showing is where it's at is because if you go back 50 years 60 and back it's it's telling it's telling so don't go and you know say hey but this book written in yeah no even 50 years ago there was still a lot of telling not showing now it's all the showing thing so showing uses description and action to help the reader experience the story even shorter in showing the reader experiences the story they don't have to be told that the that it's raining, the raindrops are just described. They don't have to be told that the character is angry. They intuit it between the lines from the character's actions. So showing is using description, language, action to help the reader experience the story. Showing reader experiences the story telling telling is the author telling the reader what happened or what the character is doing so If you're still unclear and for those of you who are listening to this on podcast you're going to say wait what did she do so i'll actually have to tell you what i did instead of show you what i did so if you want to jump on the youtube and take a look at that see where it's coming in where i show you because you won't hear me do anything you'll just hear some you won't hear anything (laughs) okay so remember telling. Is the author telling the reader what happened or how the character is feeling? So it is the difference between this. (laughs) And for those of you in uh, podcast land, um, I was, I have to tell you what I did. And that was holding and wiggling a pencil, okay? So, I gave you the visual (laughs) of that, okay? So, I'm gonna give you, um, I have, what do I have here? I have six tips. I have six tips to implement, show, don't tell in your writing and even some examples. So, tip number one is use the character's five senses or six if you include, what's that other sense? Um... I'm gonna come up with it later. See they added it. <laughs> it's like an intrinsic one. We'll get to that one. Okay, so use the character's senses. Sight, smell, taste, sound, texture, touch, feeling. That's the one. Feeling. Okay. Feeling like butterflies in your stomach is a feeling, an in like an inward feeling. What do they call it? Organic. An organic feeling. Okay. Or the raindrops glistened on the sidewalk instead of just say, it rained. Or the birds twittered a symphony instead of saying, the birds sang. The birds sang is telling. The birds twittered a symphony is showing. Because you can hear that. You can hear the twittering a symphony number two use strong verbs and by strong i mean powerful evocative full of emotion and imagery i'll say that again strong verbs are powerful evocative full of emotion and or imagery for example her denial exploded from her mouth you get a visual from that just of the words coming out okay you don't need to be told that she said something emphatically or strongly or v- vehemently and we're going to get to that next one later or that she was angry or emphatic Or vehement which I just gave you what she was feeling so I gave you what she was feeling then I kind of put it in the adverb form which is next avoid adverbs okay so you've heard that before no do you have to avoid all adverbs all the time no but they mean for that kind of stuff don't use an adverb when a better verb will do when a stronger verb will do okay so it's for example The thing is, if you choose a strong verb, you won't need an adverb to modify it. You won't. So that was number three. Number four, be specific. And you can do that with those five sensory descriptions. It smelled nice is not specific. It smelled like sunshine and a toddler's laughter is more specific and provides imagery and makes you smile. So you don't have to say it smelled nice because what is nice? Number five, use dialogue and or dialogue tags to reveal the action. For example, time to kill him. She blew steam across her coffee mug. Or time to kill him. Her words evaporated in the steam she blew across the coffee mug. That's showing. That's not telling what the emotion is. That is showing the emotion, hearing it in the voice, seeing those words evaporate into the steam, untraceable. And number six is focus on actions and reactions. Showing the actions and reactions. Clenched fist, that's cliche, but It works and that's where if you have a book on body language or you really try to figure out ways to show how a person is feeling and for me that can be tricky that can be tricky and I will spend time trying to not say that she was surprised but by showing the surprise or sometimes those feelings go even deeper and then that even requires a little bit more imagery and evocative verbs and to to bring that up sometimes you need something symbolic to summon or bring forth um that that more complicated emotion so those are the things that take time during a revision that i do not work on in a first draft very, I mean, sometimes if it just comes, yeah, of course I write it. But if I'm just like, ah, what is she going to do here to show her supreme disappointment besides frowning? Eh, I'll just say she frowned and then I'll just usually write show next to it. It's my clue to myself that I need to build that um, emotion, showing that emotion into subsequent revisions. So, another thing we're going to discuss with showing versus telling is info dumps and telling. So, here's an example of an info dump that is telling. The arrogant coworker opened my office door, entered the office, and walked to my desk where she set down the stack of forms for me to fill out. <sighs> <sighs> That was snoozeville and boring and yes that's what she did but as a writer you need to find a better more impactful way to say it so and why was it telling I'll tell you why it was telling you're telling the reader that they are arrogant when you say the arrogant co-worker and then you're telling them what the exact action was so you're just like, okay, so mm, it's okay writing, but it's not taking it to the next level. It's not showing. So let's make that, uh, that last sentence more showing. The office door flew open with a bang. Here, Vanessa strutted across the floor and dropped a pile of forms on Liz's desk. Or, strutting across the floor with a smirk, Vanessa dropped a pile of forms on Liz's desk. There's a lot of ways to write that. So, a couple things. I didn't have to say Vanessa was arrogant. Her actions showed it. One, that the, the door flies open with a bang. Okay? Just shows a little bit of arrogance and haughtiness, right? That she struts across the floor. Okay? If you're arrogant, if you're full of yourself, you're feeling good, you are strutting, right? It is a powerful verb. And if you drop something on somebody's desk it shows you like disregard and like you are i'm the superior and you are the inferior okay i and then instead of placing you can set you can place that would be more respectful putting is just kind of and eh, i don't get any emotion from the word put right? She put it on my desk. So replace those kinds of vague verbs with verbs that show the emotion, the tension that is going on, the conflict that is going on in your novels. Often new and developing writers will also do Info drops, information drops. That's summarizing instead of showing. And I see this a lot in newer writers, beginning writers, who haven't just leveled up their craft and taken it to the next level. And sometimes I think it's like they want to dump all the information on there and get it out and move on with the story. But there's better ways to do it, more entertaining ways to do that. So here's an example of telling in an info dump. I really hate my ex-husband. The marriage was horrible, and he was so mean to me for so many years. I don't know why I stayed with him all that time. Maybe I thought he would change. Maybe it was because I had nowhere to go and no support from my family. When I finally did leave him, it was very difficult for me and my children, but at least I did it. And even though I'm broke most of the time, it was the best decision I ever made. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of information. And, um... I think we can say it in a better way, a more fun way, a way that gives us more about the character. And once again, readers are smart. They read between the lines. So let's, let's fix that whole thing and put it into way more showing kind of way. Tears fall on the six-month-old bill. Overdue notices. The gift from my ex-husband that keeps on giving. Late charges and overdrafts. Thanks, David. And thanks, family, for not helping me during the most difficult time in my life. I stiffen my spine and take a deep breath. My six-year-old son pushes a crayon drawing at me. Crayon, 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 crayon drawing at me. Look, Mama! There's one tall figure in a dress. That must be me and two brown-haired children. It's you, me, and Sissy. See? We're all smiling. Now my tears are falling for the best reason of all. A no-drama home filled with lots of love and kindness. Even my children feel the difference. Okay, that is showing. Is it trickier to do? Yes, and for me, in the beginning of my writing, that was the trickiest thing to do. I got the, the first stuff that we went over, but a lot of times the info dumps, I had to find ways to to give readers that information in a way that wasn't just that boring kind of um, telling but to really take it up a notch into doing as much showing as I could. So what you will also notice or maybe you heard, sometimes I think it's easier to see it Um, than to hear it but the showing takes longer to write there are often more words in the showing than there is in the telling and that's where i think new writers kind of hurry along and tell it they tell what happened okay instead of the showing what happened which takes a lot longer um, and, and usually is more words so That is it for today. I hope you have a better handle on showing versus telling. Just google tell versus show and you will see a whole plethora of of examples from multiple multiple sources and just look at them, study them, study the books that you're actually reading by by authors who know their craft and see how they are conveying something over how you are conveying something okay and then look at your own writing and if you're still not sure you know that's where you have a a content editor will come in and tell you like and a lot of people just offer this service where you can send them something and they can just tell you yeah that is telling not showing once you get the hang of it it's fun and it becomes easier. Trust me on this. It, it really does become easier and I really like to do it. Like I, I tell in the beginning, the first draft is just kind of all word vomit out there and I'm just kind of going through things and but then with the revisions I need to show, to show all that to bring it to life. It's a lot more fun and you can do... what you end up doing is you're really increasing or maximizing the emotions, the conflict, um, the characterization, as long as it's consistent, right? And putting the reader, giving the reader the experience, instead of just telling them what they're going to do. And I'm going to go with one last example here. And I just kind of thought of this, and normally I have everything on my notes down here, but It's when somebody says, hey, what happened? Like, let's say you're in a conversation and there was some drama at work or something. And they go, what happened? So there's two different ways to tell it or explain it. There's two different ways to explain it. One is just to say, oh, she came into my office and she said this. Okay, that's just telling. But there's another way that a good storyteller will use when, well, she just stamped her way into my office or into my house and she threw up her hands and she just blurted out whatever so there's a different way strong verbs showing the action act showing the action that shows the emotion and then also we talked a little bit about description instead of just saying it rained boring you or it thundered boring you just want to say the thunder lit up the sky made her heart pound harder the raindrops were like her tears of sorrow (laughs) okay how often and here's the thing i have writers say how often do i do this man that is a tough question i do it as often as possible i guess that would be my best Advice, do it where it needs it. Do it where you feel it. I don't think I've ever had an editor come back and say, This is too much showing. (laughs) What they might come back and say is, Shorten this paragraph. But I've never had one come back saying, This is too much showing. So I hope this helped a little bit and gave you some more ideas for taking your writing to the next level with that whole showing versus telling thing that everybody talks about. And uh, just little FYI below, in the description box below, if you click that little arrow, um, I have dropped the link to my master's class, The Power of Archetype and How to Write a More Powerful Sentence, which I also discuss and give you a lot of examples from two brilliant masters about that whole showing versus telling. So there's the link for that as well. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.